S is excited to be re-releasing one of the most requested skate shoes in the history of skateboarding, the SSLB. Designed by skate legend Salvador Lucas Barbier in 1996, the SSLB is a timeless classic. The limited green and white colorway is available at the best skate shops worldwide right now. So don't slip and make sure you get a pair before they're all gone. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. Yo, <laughs> second to last ep, y'all. <laughs> Should I spark it with a freestyle still? Yeah, let's see what you got. Yo, 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 step one, two, it's the ghost coming through. They already know I'm J-Screw because I make it pop and then I poo. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, anyways, yo, it's episode 11 out here. You know what I'm saying? We got a special guest in the building. You know what I'm saying? Season's coming to an end. It's a sad time, but yo, <laughs> we still popping. I'm the ghost. He's D. Jones. And as always, Antoine behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still. What's cracking this week, blood? All right, man. This week we got Nick Tucker on the pod. Was nice enough to stop by Studio E. Then we're going to get into the rundown. Hit you up with the NFL Week 8 recap. Save is going to break down the Western Conference playoff picture. And then, you know, the post office, man, answering those questions. We do it for the people, baby. Yeah, we out here. Yo, holler at your boys on Instagram, at The Bunt Live. Holler at us on Facebook, at The Bunt. Make sure to send in them questions to thebuntlive at gmail.com still. <laughs> oh, and if you're feeling extra nice and you want to support your boys, you know what I'm saying? Go on iTunes and give us that five stars and write a little review still. In other news, we're super hyped to announce the winner of our Instant Socks giveaway. You know what I'm saying? Getting them socks for a whole year. Adam Matthews, yo, congrats. He came through in the clutch. You know what I'm saying? There was tons of submissions, but he was the first to get it. The question was, the two guests who drink Lowenbrow is their landing juice of sin. And that was Corey Shepard and Devin Guinea still. And yo, if you ain't listened to the Corey Shep episode yet, do yourself a favor, listen. It's by far the funniest one we've ever done. All right, this week on the show, we got the humble killer, Nick Tucker himself. He came through Toronto this summer with the Primitive Skateboards team. We were lucky enough to meet him. The man's a listener of the show, so it just worked out perfect. Super hyped to have Nick on. He's riding for Primitive Skateboards, Diamond Shoes, Mountain Dew, you know what I'm saying, the Grizzly Gang, and probably about 30 other sponsors that I can't remember. But yeah, let's get into the interview, man. Nick Tucker, let's get it. y'all we got nick tucker in the building my dog say what's up to the people what's up people thanks for having me here man this is sick i'm hyped i'm honored thank you guys hell yeah thanks for doing it so first question we ask everyone your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment one of the best days of my life was the day i went pro when paul in in primitive introduced my uh pro boards they gave me two pro boards on on the day and we had like a big get together at the local skate park out here 
and it was insane. So many kids showed up, and Primitive showed me so much love, and can't thank Paul enough. Um, that was like a crazy day. That was insane. Sports? I, I don't know. I rock with like old school Allen Iverson. I just love like those types of games that he used to have and the, the energy he used to bring on the court and like uh, just, you know, his swag, really. He killed. He was just, he's the man. Allen Iverson's a G. Kobe Bryant, you know. Allen Iverson definitely flipped the, uh, the NBA's image upside down when he came into the league. That's what I'm saying. He's a G. Now they both retired, yo. Sad times out here for us fans from back in those days. I know, but they put in their work. They're chilling now. They're just kicking it. So good for them, you know? <laughs> now we got we got Westbrook taking over the uh, the style game in the NBA. <laughs> hey, for real. <laughs> it's dope, man. It's, it's sick to see, like, the new generations come in and just see, like, the changes of everything. And Yeah, it's completely different. So what was it like growing up in uh, SD? They got a pretty good skate scene up there. Hell yeah, San Diego, man. That's my home. Uh, it was amazing. I mean, I go back all the time. You know, I grew up with like Laurel Gray, Kellen James, like even Smolik, Brandon Turner, like all those guys. Um, skated, We, you know, me, Kellen, and Laurel, we all skated for Street Machine, the skate shop that was in downtown San Diego. And like uh, we had, that's where the roots started and, you know, our skate roots and uh, crazy times, man. We were all real young and just trying to get it and whatever, you know, skating every day together and skating all the OG spots. And I'll never forget those days. So uh, what made you make the move from San Diego to LA? Just needed a change in scenery, dude. I was, you know, sad. lived in San Diego for so many years and skated, you know, all the spots and was always watching the videos and everybody up in LA, up here, getting it in and I just was like, man, I wanna I wanna see what that's like. I wanna just be involved with that type of skating, you know? Like mm-hmm. just trying to broaden my horizon and, and just link up with people and just feed off the vibes, man, and, and uh nothing against San Diego, but like, you know, you stay in one place for so long, eventually you like you wanna see what else there is and like where else you can go and as far as like skating, how far you can push it, and just wanted to 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 hang out with everybody and be involved, and it's like skate the barracks and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. It seems like you made the right choice, man. Pro for primitive these days. That's no joke, B. <laughs> I know. Thank God. Thank <laughs> Paul. Primitive and skateboarding for real. <laughs> Quick sidetrack. I'm like the the biggest Laurel Gray fan. So I just want to shout out Laurel Gray if he's listening and uh, give us a little Laurel Gray story. yo. He's got the swag of pain. Oh, that's so sick, dude. He's going to love he's going to love to hear that. Thanks. Yeah, he's inspiration. Uh, Did you ask me for a Laurel Gray story? Yeah. I mean, I got like, dude, I don't know. I'll just basically say like he's such a big inspiration. Like I've looked up to him and still do for since we've, you know, since I was little ass dude and uh like i just like love his style and like the way he does tricks and his how he carries himself and just all that shit so i feel like i don't know in a way knowing him kind of molded me into like i don't know as weird as it sounds like his style of skating and like a lot of the tricks i've learned are from him and he's just 
inspired me in so many ways and just in general life and like you know uh He's like my big brother. I don't know. That's my N-word. That's my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Lorel's the man, yo. He was like a gnarly-ass rail chomper back in the day. Like, Yeah, dude. He's like the Black Scott Kane. For, yeah. for real. <laughs> Switch from blunt shoves and shit. Like, I used yeah, to watch dude, Skate like, Mafia Saturdays religiously. He's definitely been yes. watching his shit since day one. I'm honored to know him and call him like my best my brother, you know? He's a G. That's tight. You guys mentioned him. So uh, you're a part of the skateboard super team primitive how did that come about (laughs) um dude honestly like i was going through transitions with you know skateboarding and like laurel and he laurel see man (laughs) (laughs) paul rodriguez and heath brinkley approached me and you know set up a meeting and i just thought we were gonna meet to meet because i've been primitive family forever you know like just under that umbrella so i was like all these dudes just want to talk maybe i don't know about whatever and then they were like hey man uh just seeing if you wanted to be a part of the new primitive skateboarding company that i'm about to start and this is you know paul speaking and he is you know ceo so they're working together and i was like damn this is real huh like this is crazy like you guys are really like down like that's (laughs) crazy and and like it still feels it's so surreal like just to be skating with paul and to be close to those guys like that but the day of the meeting was crazy yeah they called me into a meeting and they told me all about it you know and added me and carlos at the same time and carlos ribeiro of course and uh we just you know took off from there and i was so crazy i was a part of it since the beginning man that dude's my my idol and just an amazing human being and i can't even believe that i know the dude let alone skate for his company that's nuts man that's a that's like a dream that wasn't even a dream it was so crazy yeah man yeah it must have felt pretty good walking out of that meeting <laughs> yeah it, it, i was hella nervous i'm still i still be ner- nervous around paul because <laughs> yeah. i feel like i'm like 13 still and you know watching his his like yeah right era and all that stuff and that's the way i see him and so our boy happens to be your team manager the one and only spanish mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out to spanish mike dude ovo mike freaking <laughs> spanish mark <laughs> no i'm just kidding that's the homie it's crazy yeah I, i've known him since before all this stuff before primitive came along and since from when he moved to or was trying to move to either San Diego or LA, and he had stayed at my friend's house, and that's when I met him, and uh, we go along. We have a long history together, and it's cool to see everything and how far he's come and how far everybody's come and, uh, you know, the progression of everything. But having him as a team manager is cool because it's just like your homie, you know? It's not like no business shit. It's more like, yo, bro, like, hey, man, I need some boards. Uh, you <laughs> mind, you know, hooking me up? Like, what's good? And he's like, yeah, bro, I got you. You know how he is. He's... Yeah. He's a G, and going skating with him is dope, too, because he brings the energy. He brings the sandwiches, too. <laughs> he brings the sandwiches. Hell, yeah. <laughs> and the pizza and all that. <laughs> Shouts to Spanish, yo. The good homie. Yeah, I loved his interview, too, man. That was, that was funny as hell. All right, so now you're working on a push part for the barracks. What's it like, and uh, how's it different from any other video part? 
Man, this push part is crazy. I'm so honored to even be a part of it. You know, it's a huge platform and the production value is insane. But it's a little nerve wracking because we only have eight months. Normally you have, you know, back in the day you have two years to, you know, a year, a year to film a video part. Now everything's so quick and, and kids are just killing it. So you gotta, gotta hustle and get your stuff out and grind hard and hopefully it's good enough. But yeah, I'm psyched to be a part of it. Who's in it is uh, Daniel Lutheran, Karen Caples, Brandon Beeble, Miles Silva's, Blake Carpenter, Leo Romero, and Tommy Finn. Yo, shouts out to Beeble, man. We got to get Beeble on here real quick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Beeble is the man. He brings the energy and the vibes. You guys definitely got to get him on the show. Sounds like a stacked video, B. Can't wait. Yeah, man. I'm psyched to be in, the, in that lineup with all the greats. Like, man, it's crazy. So we know it uh, it releases on, on the barracks from week to week, but do they do like a premiere where they put all the parts together or anything? Yeah, they'll have, uh, you know, they'll put everything together, included, including all the episodes, like the documentary style episodes. And then at the end, they'll have everyone's part and they'll be premiering it out here in L.A. I don't know the exact date or anything, but in a few months coming up here pretty soon. Um, so it'll be big, man. It's it's crazy. <laughs> It'll be a cool premiere. That's insane. Yeah, it's sick to have a video with a little like uh, behind the scenes going on. Kind of like the America B-sides, but a little bit more documentary stees. Yeah, man. It's a cool feeling. That's sick that you get to have a video premiere too, because P-Rod said you guys aren't going to make a full-length <laughs> video, so... <laughs> yeah. No premiere there. That's right. <laughs> nah, man. He's been getting in the streets, so... <laughs> I think he's capable of doing anything he wants. So, a hundred percent. I would. I mean, sh I can't promise anything, but I'm pretty sure these these fools are gonna come up with something. And that a full length primitive video would be uh, just shut down skating for a little while, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be crazy. I love to see a, a P. Rob part, man. A new Shane O'Neill part, like all those dudes. So freaking good. So fun to skate with them and watch them video part would just top it all off for sure definitely so you got on primitive that was a startup brand at the time it was obviously a great decision company's killing it now you're part of diamond footwear which is another startup shoe brand what made you make that move dude honestly i was just like just like i, I can't we we talked to nick and we were like just off the hip out of just like let's see what he says and we met with him and just like hey man how do you feel about starting a shoe company? Like, is this something you'd be interested in doing? I don't know. I feel like the industry needs more shoe companies, you know? Like, things are fading and things are changing, but, like, there's got to... We got to just try at least, you know what I'm saying? And, and he was super down. He had already had that idea in his head. And so he was like, yeah, man, let's do it. And, uh, you know, I've been rocking the shoes for a while now. And, and then, you know, we assembled a team. Tor Tori came on, kind of lit even more of a fire and then people got on and then uh jamie foy and boo johnson so we got a full team now dude it's crazy um you know shoes are selling kids are hyped we're hyped just psyched to be involved in something you know so prestigious and something like diamond you know it's it's cool that's crazy i didn't know so it was you were the first rider and it was kind of like your and nick's idea together I mean, Nick always had that idea. I guess maybe it just took me coming to him and being like, hey, man, like, 
what's up? Like, we want to do this? Like, let's do this. And, and thankfully, you know, he, he's down to, to take the chance. And, you know, he's, he's an amazing person. And he's giving us a crazy opportunity, you know. So, yeah, now we got a team and we're just rolling, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, like Diamonds had shoes here and there over the years, right? I remember, didn't they have some dress shoes and stuff back in the day? They never really, like, tried to make skate shoes. That's the thing. It was more like a fashion side of things. Yeah, right. So the fact the fact they're, like, putting the time and the technology into making skate shoes is super sick. It's, yeah, it's, it's a new thing. It's dope. So you seem to have your way with the L.A. courthouse, Manny. Do you consider yourself the courthouse king? Hell nah. <laughs> you seen like Stevie Williams and Chris Roberts and Aaron Snyder and uh, Casey Rigney. Like all those dudes set the, the standards, you know, like those are the dudes right there, man. Baby, sorry if I'm missing anybody, but yeah, those dudes, those are the kings right there. I'm just, I'm inspired by them all that so i was just trying to get my little my little tricks in you know and i just happened to spend a lot of time there place it's so fun to skate <laughs> i like that respecting your elders but yo nowadays hey that manny pad might be the the nick tucker man <laughs> oh well thanks <laughs> kelly hart just, did have that one insane yeah trick. Oh, i can't fun. forget kelly hart can't forget fake trade fake Emmanuel. Jesus. Yeah, he kind of he broke the internet for a day there. Yeah, I don't know. He needs to put his name up there on the wall somewhere. Or something <laughs> etches etches signet or his uh, initials into the into the concrete. <laughs> yeah, that place needs a wall of fame, man. Can we expect yeah. uh, anything new in in your push part? Dude, I'm just working on new tricks. I've just been like trying to to do some new tricks and like not bore people you know what i'm saying because like i, I just want to i've been trying to just learn all i can so you know some new spots went to barcelona and stuff like that and, and you know hopefully a, a nice variety of some tricks that's what i'm trying to do make it better than my last part yeah what about on the courthouse manny though you cook up something new yeah, a little something <laughs> okay okay <laughs> a little something i got lucky man yeah there's something in there Switch inward heel, Manny. Switch flip. Oh, it was good, yo. Shit, I don't got like that. <laughs> <laughs> On the switch inward heel, Manny, I, you like switch ollied out. I'm like, damn, B. Could have switch flipped out of that piece. <laughs> Cause I was like, bro, that was like my ninth trip back to the the courthouse, and uh, I was just so relieved. I was like, oh shit, I'm manualing. Like, <laughs> I gotta make sure I get out. Like, I, I can't take no chances. So I was just like, I don't know. It just felt right. It just happened. Thank, thank God I it, I didn't get Will by it or something. In that situation, I just roll off the end, you know? You, like, popped out. I'm like, yo, that's dangerous, B. I don't know. I got psyched. So were you just born with hella pop, or is there a secret that you can share with the people? I don't know, man. I just, I'm too tall. I'm, like, six foot two, and I try to eat good and, and, you know, be healthy, sweat a lot, so, you know, get the toxins out of the body, stay fresh, don't party too much, and... I don't really drink or nothing. I don't know. I just try to keep it mellow and skate, skate, skate. That's it. I don't you know. thought you had an actual legit <laughs> secret. I thought you had a, you? a quick fix to give me a couple more inches. Yo. Jesus. <laughs> I wear like five insoles in my shoes. So it makes me <laughs> a little taller and this and that. Nah, I don't know. 
ankle weights. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's the classic one. So you're saying I'm destined <laughs> to have two inch high switch flips for the rest of my life? I'm the, I'm the same height as you, goddammit. <laughs> Skateboarding is just muscle memory and repetition and dedication, and you just got to put your heart into it. So if you want to do it, you got it, bro. God, if you want that pop, just put your heart into it, man. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try that tomorrow. I'll get back to you. All right, so you spend a lot of time at Beebles Park. What's the scene like over there? An average day seems like a skateboarding Hall of Fame session. Take us behind the scenes. Dude, I'd be tripping out every single day because, like, it's crazy. You can see anybody like Sean Malto, like the Baker Squad, obviously Paul, Beebles there, like, just all walks of skateboarding life. Mm-hmm. And the vibes are insane. Like, like I was saying, the vibes Beeble brings and the energy and everything in there, it's like some straight up, like, brings you back to like just skating with your friends like and just feeding off their energy and um just doing whatever you want basically it's like a clubhouse yeah <laughs> people's world you know what i'm saying uh, it looks fun as hell why is it that every single time Bebo lands something there's like 500 people cheering in the background because <laughs> we're turned up in there <laughs> we're just uh-huh. hyped man we're just all skating and like i said the vibes are right it's it's like just all homies and you get psyched when your homie lands a trick so we just be jumping around and stuff so what's the craziest thing you've seen go down at Beebles Park I mean like watching Diego Nahara in there is crazy like Paul's sessions are always insane Shane O'Neill's sessions of course Beebel kills it uh but something in particular oh Paul did Nollie Flip Crick Nollie and Hill the other day Jesus pretty damn easy so that's like work for him so 2016 maneuver. Savage day. You've got the crazy back foot like tweak on your flip tricks and your switch ollies and shit. Is that something that you like consciously worked on or did that just come naturally? Dude, honestly, like Tony Tave is one of my favorite skateboarders and that fool would tweak every single trick and i think just from watching him growing up it kind of like got ingrained in my brain and it sometimes happens and and i'm not saying you know it always happens but it just sometimes happens on tricks and i don't know i think it's just from the inspiration deep inside from tony tay honestly yeah that's a good call he's definitely got that fucking back foot as well yeah like that's his shit right there you ever worry you're gonna land with your foot still like fucking sideways (laughs) i don't know i don't really think about it i hope not (laughs) yeah i hope it comes back and you know (laughs) seems like it always does sierra fellers has a a pretty good one too actually yeah sierra fellers but see i think because I mean, maybe they taught each other, but remember, they were both, you know, riding for the same company. And I think maybe from them skating together, because Windsor does that shit, too. Windsor James, he does that, too. Yeah, I was just going to say Windsor. And they're all real good friends. So maybe it's just those vibes. Circa, it's time. Yeah. So besides your push part, what's next for Nick Tucker? Um, I just like lately I've been into filming Instagram edits, man. My friend uh, edits my videos and we film. He'll like. Just take the phone, film me, and he'll edit the video and put a nice song to it. And just been doing that. That's been real fun. And just skating the park and hanging with the, the homies and vibing, really. 
just staying positive, positive vibes. That's really all it's about. Mm-hmm. We see that on your Instagram a lot. Team Light Work. Is that what you're talking about? Team Light Work. Yes, sir. Wade told us about uh, the Wolf Pack. What's that? Wolf Pack is just a movement. It's just like the homies. Like you guys are a Wolf Pack right now. You know. <laughs> Seen, seen. You and your family, when you're having family dinner, that's your wolf pack. You're hanging, you know, I don't know. So it's a family ting. Whoever's just, yeah, it's just a family ting. Like, <laughs> homies hanging out, girls hanging out. You can have a girl wolf pack, you just wolf pack <laughs> all, the, all the homies. Maybe something will come from it, who knows, I don't know. But it's just, it's just whoever you're hanging out, that's your wolf pack. It's your squad. Hell yeah. That's dope. Well, since I'm wolf pack... I was wondering, maybe, you know what I'm saying, you do have quite a few followers, just, you know, blast me out there still. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's get that's it. No. Oh, we are, I got hey, it bro. on wax. You we, said it on wax. No. You just said yes. I'm going to send you some clips, post them up, hashtag Wolfpack. Hey, hey we, are, we are Wolfpack. That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm feeling that, yo. I've got my Wolfpack right here. Wolfpack it is, dog. <laughs> hell yeah. Let's get it. All right, y'all. It's that special time. You know what I'm saying? Once a week, we pop it right off. It's rapid fire with the ghost, y'all. You ready, Nick? Let's get it. Favorite skater? Paul Rodriguez, Eric Costin, Tom Penny, uh, Andrew Reynolds. <laughs> Favorite video? City Star Street Cinema. Favorite video part? P-Rod, freaking, uh, yeah, right. Brandon Beagle, yeah, right. Wade, DGK video? Oh, oh, top dollar video, Wade, too. Favorite style? Shout out to Toronto, man. Jacob Williams, Jakes. Owner of a drift. Best style. Best dude. Favorite trick? I like tray flips on flat ground. Those are fun. Hardest trick for you? Frontside half cab hill flips. Most illegal trick? Nolly Smiths, I guess. I'll go with that. Donovan used to do Nolly Smiths all the time, so. <laughs> all the time? Really? <laughs> I'm hyped you just burned them. No. Nah. <laughs> Whatever, uh, me and Mike Hasty, baby. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? <laughs> Dude, I got a trick today, like early in the morning. I've never ever, I, it was at like 10 in the morning because I had to drive to the spot an hour out and get there at 8 and it, uh, the store, because the store next to it opened at 10. So I got there at 8 and it's crazy because I didn't think this was going to happen. It was my fourth time going back to the spot and I got it within like 15 minutes and yeah i've been going back there for a while now and just that trick's been eating me alive and i've never gotten a trick before 12 ever in my life <laughs> you know noon so today was a great day and today that was, i was just psyched on that so it's a stay tuned now spill the beans yo what is it <laughs> stay tuned push two it's a no. nollie hill flip that's that's all i'm gonna say that's <laughs> right, right, sick we'll know we'll keep an eye out for that one gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed like tricks that demos like that Shane does and Paul do and like just I don't know primitive demos be going off dude so watching those fools get down like those they do some gnarly fucking tricks landing juice of choice Mountain Dew worst bunt of your career I mean I went to Hollywood High like when I was real young and I didn't completely bunt half and half but uh we got there I was gonna skate to 16 and um I was scared as hell and there was like two filmers, a photographer, like they were ready down there waiting. And I was like, I'm not going to try it. I'm scared. I can't do it. I'm scared. I can't do it. This shit's big. I'm scared. 
Sorry, dudes. Hey, um, I'm sorry. You know, in my head, like, damn, all you guys came out. I'm, I'm a dumbass. Sorry, but I can't try it. And then, like, my friend Corey White was there, and he was like, his trick is switch front shove. And he was like, yo, if I try switch front shove right here, you got to get my back and jump down at least once. And I was like, fuck, dude. All right. And he tried it, and he came back up, and I was like, all right, I got to try it. So I tried, like, a few of them. And long story short, I didn't do it. But um, this dude, Abby Taylor, actually did it. And I had I didn't even know that at the time because I, I wouldn't try to step on his toes. But he did it so butters, and then uh, I didn't bust my ass, do it, and it was a switch hill flip. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I only tried it two, I don't know, I tried it like four times maybe. And then like I saw him, and he's like, hey, I saw you skating Hollywood High. I was like, yeah, I tried to switch hill flip it. And then he's like, oh, shit, I just went there and did it. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, that shit is sick as fuck. But he had no idea, and I had no idea that he had did it either. So I was like, damn, dude, that was fucking amazing. Like, And then I saw the footage and the photo, and he switched up the shit out of it. So I was just like relieved, like, damn, I don't, I don't ever have to try to go back there or nothing, you know? Hats off to him. That shit's crazy. <laughs> Shouts to our Canadian brother, Sasha Daly, full cab. You feel me? Oh, my God. Sa- Sasha's the fucking man, too, dude. He's a boss. Favorite local brand? Primitive skateboarding. Favorite local skater? Laurel Gray. Worst style. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh. Uh, I just don't like negative energy. So he's saying you basically with your negative energy rapid fire. No, nah, man, I'm all about the positive <laughs> vibes, baby. But, this know, rapid fire has got the negative energy all over it, dog. Yeah, a little gunshot here and there. It's fun for everyone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> little pew pew. All right, that's going to wrap up the interview with Nick Tucker. Thanks a lot, my dog, for coming by. Thank you guys for having me. Shout out to Canada. Shout out to The Bunt. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to, you know, all of my sponsors and family. And thank God and thank skateboarding. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Bless up, yo. Gang, gang. All right, y'all, it's time for the post office, you know, cracking open them emails. Next week is our last episode of season two. So if you got any questions, make sure you send them in. You've got mail. First up, Gregory Kasky. Have you had any guest fire shots at a pro and thought, damn, we need to get that pro on for a response? A la the Dill Kalis upriver, downriver thing. Well, Corey Shepard dropped Magnus Hansen as last person on the sesh out of nowhere. So definitely uh, Mag's the homie. No, he listens to the show. What's up, Deggy? Uh, would love to have him on eventually and maybe he can call Corey's bitch ass out. Woo! Just kidding, Corey. We love you. In, uh, in a similar scenario, Rick McCrank said Bobby Warris as well. So, I mean, we'd love to have Bobby Warris on even though we know it was all jokes. Yo, that's some real talk, yo. Yo, Crankers, if you're listening, reach out to Bobby. We trying to get him to come on and shoot some shots back at you. All right, and he had a second part to this question. Why don't skaters like sports? 
And I think that's just a straight up stereotype. All my homies who skate like sports, I mean, maybe a couple of them don't, but for the most part, we're Canadians, so we always got a little bit of love for hockey. Yeah, I think that divide is, you know, in the past. When I grew up and I started skating, I was getting called white boy all day, every day. But nowadays, so many young black youths killing it. You know what I'm saying? Times have changed, yo. You can skate, you can play sports, you can be on the ball team and shredding them switch trays like I used to. <laughs> And trust me, them athletes hate it when the skaters show them up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, me and Donald were just down in Boston. You feel me? Woo. And uh, we were at some skate spot that was on a basketball court. You know what I'm saying? A couple locals cruise up, <laughs> start shooting around. I'm like, yo, Donald, let's go see what's good. You guys want to play uh, two-on-two with some some skater boys? Oh, yeah, yeah. No problem. We got this. <laughs> yo, next thing you know, me and Donald crush, man. What's up, Deggy? Walking away with that W, just so y'all know. We own a court in the suburbs of Boston, eh? Y'all want it. That's where we be. If anyone comes through T-Dot and wants to play some b-ball, shoot your boy a DM still. All right, next up, we got an email from Chris Olson. First and foremost, big ups the bunt. Nah, man. Greatest skate podcast out. Put that shit on wax. <laughs> Yo, enough respect, Chris. Shouts to all my Canadian cousins from all the skaters in Montana. Always felt a kinship with the Canucks going through the same winter struggles and dogged accents. Miss me with the quadruple XL movement, but I'm kind of jealous of the stamp you put on the skate fashion history. My question, you've always talked about which pro athletes' abilities would translate best to the board, but what about the other way around? Which pro skater would have the best run at a legitimate pro sports career? Besides us two in the NBA... Uh, we're not pro skaters, so doesn't apply, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll just go with Brandon Beeble. I'm sure the man's got the athleticism to get something done. He might not have the height for the NBA, but. You <laughs> <laughs> call the man's out, yeah. What? He probably doesn't have the height. Is he a true. big guy? Oh, you know true, 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 true. No, I thought you were just calling him short, but I guess when yeah. you say yeah. for the NBA, it doesn't. The smallest guy is like 6'3". Doesn't necessarily mean he's short. We trying to have Beebs on the show. You think I'm trying to call him out on air? But I'm going with Beeble. Yeah, I'm going to take it down to Brazil still. Got some of the techest homies down there. They fucking grow up playing soccer and skating. They got that them quick feet. I got to say, a young TX, Tiago Lemos or fucking Luan. Could have been some great soccer players, I bet, if they, if they picked that route with them quick feet. You feel me? <laughs> That's some real talk. All right, next question coming up from Pat Bannon. Guys, Pat from Brooklyn, New York here, born in London, Ontario. In high school, I used to go up for a month every summer and skate Vic Park. Back in those days, Ryan Blacksell and Daryl Smith were crushing that town. Who's got your vote for best skater from London? Well, damn, you just picked like the two uh, London the two legends of London. So I'm going to go with uh, Ryan Blacksell. Save is going to go with Daryl Smith. And uh, we're going to move on to the next one here. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Can't forget my main man. Chadwick Dixon, Chad, Papa Chad. He's not from London, but he grew up, you know, outskirts, farm boy from out there. Chad Dixon, you know what I'm saying? Legend. Yeah, yo, Chad, shouts out to those comments you left on uh, Sephora's Instagram, man. You're always good for a good laugh. Yeah, and shouts to, uh, I'm blocking Chad. All right, next up, sorry if I butcher your name, Noel Bustamante. Hey, I was just wondering who made beats in the SoundCloud episodes like the Bobby DeKaiser one and the Ben Blundell and Tyler Warren episode. Plaza let me know. Once again, it's Crew Creative, man. KWU Creative. For any questions, hit him up at KWU Creative 
Info at gmail.com. Check them out on Instagram. Crew Creative, still killing the game. Next up, we got a question from Matt Moore. Hashtag Bunt Lives Matter. Yo, the ghost. This question is for you, Doc. Have you ever bunted a trick to only get shown up by Morgan Smith mere seconds later? My boy Joven does this to me all the time. I'll just be trying a meager backtail, and then he comes through with a first try switch backtail. Shit gets me fucked up, yo. Hashtag fuck Joven. Hashtag Bunt Lives Matter. Hey, man, I feel you were struggling on those meager backtails, dog. Yo, man, I feel like Morgan's going to hear that and think that I created a fake email and emailed that to myself. This is a possibility. <laughs> Yo, thanks for the opportunity <laughs> to put Morgan's bitch-ass snake vibes on wax. Holy you feel me? Holy shit. Morgs, I love you. You know what I'm saying? But the man, it's actually, I don't want to expose him too hard, but actually, fuck it. Yo, the man is a known snake around these parts. Holy. He's so goddamn consistent that he has no remorse. Uh, I got I got one specific story for you, though. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like five years ago at Loft, me and Morgan are skating. Get there together, skating together, blah, blah, blah. He's going through the motions. His warm-up takes like 10 years because he does every single trick. And my bunter ass, you know what I'm saying, warm up real quick. And for whatever reason, I'm trying switch flip back tails for like 15 minutes. And I, I can't. Beam can't it's not a beam i'm trying to switch the back tail for like 10 15 minutes and i'm stressing and it's visibly like it's noticeable like i'm like not throwing my board but i'm like yelling fucking shit like i've been going at one trick for a hot minute and then morgan gets to the part of his routine where i see oh morgan just did a switch flip back 50 okay okay i'm like don't think anything of it. Oh, Morgan just did a switch flip back 5-0. All right. There's no way he's going to try a switch flip back tail because I've been stressing on it in front of him for 15 minutes straight. Oh, oh, what do you know? Switch flip back tail like two tries in my face. Yo, I almost focused the man's board and fucking slapped him upside his face. So, yes, he does snake me and I'm not the only one. I think my uh, level of tricks is so low that he pities my ass. <laughs> It doesn't bother fucking with me, you know? So, shouts out to you for that, Morgan. Like, got my respect. Keep doing the ghost tricks, though. I'm chill with that. Yo, Matt, real quick. One thing I do love to do to Morgan after he pisses me off in that kind of way is the next time I'm skating with him, if he falls on anything somewhat basic, I'll just go do it right behind him and just rub it in his face real quick and he gets real cheese because he's competitive. But it's very rare, very rare that you can pull that off because he never falls. All right, sorry you had to go through that, Morgan. And uh, I don't think... Uh, hey, don't be mad at me. You're the one who fucking snakes me all the time. When you got it like that, it ain't his problem. All right, moving on. We got an email from Matthew Paul. Vancouver is a bunt. Yo, bruh, just want to shout out Vancouver <laughs> as a city is a bunt. My whole goddamn life, I've grown up bunting in this city <laughs> only because this city sucks so much. This October... Harsh, harsh. Gonna have rain 29 days out of 31. Set a new record with that shit. God damn. At least I got you guys to listen to, man. Like, bruh, fuck Vancouver. Shout out to the bunt, yo. Keeping a bruv mildly sane. Hashtag fuck. Well, damn. We're happy we can do that for you an hour out of every week, but we deal with that shit too. You know, winter's coming. This ain't Game of Thrones. This is real life. <laughs> I am not ready for the snow. We just went down to Boston for a couple days and it rained two days. That shit cheesed me too. Shouts out to everyone in Boston though. Sick trip. Forbidden 14, Dutchy, Zeb, Ariel. Whew. Shit was live, but uh, back to the topic. <laughs> this guy's on a tangent, yo. 
everybody's got to deal with mother nature dog i think that's uh that's tough though yo matthew you might have to pull the way d and pack your bags dog move to toronto you feel me you got plenty of room at Dumbat. that's it 29 days of rain Wade D loves that forecast because he hates men and everyone <laughs> is still over there. All right, that's going to wrap up the post office this week. Like I said, next week's your last week, so get them questions in, you dig? Thanks for the questions, bruvs. Love answering them. y'all it's time for the rundown the skateboarding world source for sports only two weeks left of the bunt nfl week eight you know what i'm saying your boy salty just got smacked by ants so i'm i'm just gonna fucking you sound somber as fuck dog let's get it yeah all right week eight you know what i'm saying new england 41 buffalo 25 tom tom brady's terrific fucking <laughs> what does that say tom terrific oh <laughs> Tom Terrific Tom continues terrific. to do his thing. What's good? My man, every week I get to spit a little quick thing about Tom Brady, eh? 12 TDs in four games since his return. No interceptions. Should give this guy September off every year. But, like, look at this, man. Rob Gronkowski averaging 118 yards a game since his return. Yo, I got one question for Nick Katz in Miami. Uh, Martellus Bennett who? Next up, ATL 33, Green Bay 32. Haha. <laughs> Heartbreaking loss, you feel me? Aaron Rodgers, 246 yards and four TDs. That ain't enough, yo. I thought he was a bad man still. <laughs> oh, he is a bad man. Randall Cobb out, Ty Montgomery out. Rodgers was cooking. And on a day where Julio took it off, number one ranked fantasy quarterback Matt Ryan was just cooking himself, man. So far on the season, 16 touchdowns, four interceptions, over 2,300 passing yards. I think it's time to take Atlanta serious. That's some real talk, G. Next up, Philly 23, Dallas 29, yo. Dak versus Wentz, yo. We got them rookies squaring off, but Dak ain't no joke. Man, it went all the way to overtime, and Dak had some magic left in the tank. Jason Witten with a big-time first touchdown of the season. You know, Carson Wentz just wasn't clutch when he needed to be. He's a little bit unwilling to take those risks downfield, looking a little bit like a game manager the last couple weeks. It's just not going to cut it in the NFL. That as well is some real talk, my G. Yo, before we move on to the NBA. Let's get it. I just want to fucking put this on wax. On wax. Yo, Simon Disher, yo. Disher. Fear the fucking waiver, God. I'm coming at you. I got nine buys next week. You're favored to win it by like 10 billion points. But yo, the ghost is here to stay, yo. <laughs> Let's see if he can get past the bipocalypse. I didn't have a good fantasy week either. So uh, let's move into the NBA. A couple weeks ago, Saifa broke down the Eastern Conference playoff picture, which is a really easy one to do. It's LeBron James and Kyrie Irving, and it's the rest of the motherfuckers. But it's a little bit more difficult in the West. Let's get it, baby. Who we got? I, yo. Uh, hey, this was actually tough as hell, too, because other than the top three, it's a fucking, it's a mad dash down there. So in the eighth seed, I got the Utah Jazz. I would have them higher, but Gordon Hayward's out for a little bit to start the year. They've got a bunch of men who are in and out of the lineup with injuries. Fucking big man Derek Favors started the year a little wonky with his knee. I think they're going to get it rolling after a really tough early schedule. And uh, they're going to make the playoffs. In the seventh seed, I got the Memphis Grizzlies. They've got some injury risks over there. They paid the fuck out of Mike Conley and Marcus Gasol. 
If they can stay healthy, you know what I'm saying? They're going to make the playoffs for sure. And they got my boy Jermichael Green starting on my fantasy team. Hey, might drop him though. Anyways, in sixth place, I got the Houston Rockets. Your boy James Harden is going to be in that MVP conversation all year long doing his damn thing. I really like the addition of Ryan Anderson, stretch the floor, bang some threes. If Eric Gordon can stay healthy and Clint Capella can really fill in for Dwight Howard and and not need the ball but contribute with the blocks and the rebs, the Rockets are my sixth seed. Moving on up, this was really, really tough. I got the Thunder in the fifth seed. Uh, Russell Westbrook is just off to a disgustingly stat-heavy start to the year and expect that to continue. Two triple-doubles in three games, and he only missed the first triple-double by one rebound. He's just going to be a beast all year. Oladipo is going to get it going. I think Steven Adams is going to have a, a breakout year. Ennis Cantor is going to see some quality minutes with Serge Ibaka gone. I think Westbrook's going to do a solid job leading those guys, and they're going to win their fair share of games. He's going to do enough to get it done for the first couple weeks, and then later on, the team's going to start to form around him. No doubt. Right here, this was a surprise to me. I had, I had no clue I had them this high, but when you look at the rest of the teams, like the bottom five, it's kind of anyone's playoff spot to get. I got the Portland Trailblazers. They made it to the second round last year, mostly due to Clippers injuries, but I think this is Damian Lillard's year. He's about to explode on the scene. Him and Paul George are my early two uh, breakout. You know, they're already stars, but I think they're really going to play like super, super stars this year. Started the year off. They're two and one. It's really Lillard time. So when you see him tap his wrist, <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> Dame called game on Phoenix last night. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> OT dagger. Man's ain't playing. Uh, CJ McCollum's back. Expect him to be just as good as last year, if not better. That team... They're super young, and this is going to be their this is going to be their second season with with the same core group. They've grown over the summer. I know Dame likes to get them together in the summer, and they they just hang out together and and really mesh and bond. Expect their court awareness of each other to be super high, and expect big things for the Blazers this year. Moving on up, top three was also very hard to split up, but I got in the third seed. I got your San Antonio Spurs. They jumped out the gate at 4-0, but we all know Pop loves resting mans and isn't exactly the biggest uh, standings guy. He's more of a, if as long as we make the playoffs, as long as we have home court, we're good. You know, we can win on the road, blah, blah, blah. So landing them in the third seed. Kawhi's on a fucking mission. Trained with Kobe Bryant in the offseason, so that's why you've seen the man dropping 30 points left, right, and center. They got my boy Pow over there. Spurs are going to do their thing, win 50-plus games like they always do. And the number two seed, I got the LA Clippers. There's so much pressure on that franchise. Blake and CP are free agents this summer. So they know that this core, you know what I'm saying? Anything can happen. This is the time. This could be the last year they're all together. They've had three heartbreaking losses in the last three years in the playoffs. Never made it to the conference finals. I think they're going to destroy the regular season and uh, really put themselves in the best position possible for the playoff time to have that home court advantage in the second round and um, make some noise in the regular season. I don't have them as a favorite to win at all, but I have a feeling they're going to have a tremendous regular season. I feel like that's always where they fuck themselves is they get stuck with tough matchups in the first round and the second round. And, you know, the West ain't easy to make it out. Oh, man, last year they had it. And then, what do you know, CP and Blake get injured within a five-minute span. Heartbreaking. For them, I didn't care. I like the Blazers more. <laughs> and at number one, you guessed it, it's the Warriors. 
They've already lost a game to the Spurs, which, you know, I'm saying people overreact to. It's like the best defensive team in the league. And they have a brand new piece and lost a bunch of key pieces to their team. But they're two and one now. Expect them to get better and better and better as the year goes on. And Durant looks right at home, dropped 37 tonight. They're going to have a bunch of like 10 game win streaks, lose a game here, lose a game there. But I think they're still going to run away with the regular season in the West. Two notes on the NBA. I recently saw a stat. Kawhi Leonard played his 300th game in the NBA. You know how many games he won out of those 300? Mm, I'm not sure, but I know he's got the record for best. 245. Jesus Christ. Must be nice, hey? The man doesn't lose. Second note, if your estimation is correct and the Blazers and the Thunder are in the 4-5 spot, my Lord, do we have a round one. Dame Dollar and Westbrook, two of the top five point guards in the league, both the man on their team now yeah. no more durant no more lamarcus that's gonna be a showdown for the ages that's just uh fingers crossed safe knows anything about the nba and uh that comes true <laughs> well those are my rankings right <laughs> now anything can change next week i'll bless y'all we'll we'll make our picks for uh most improved defensive player of the year all that kind of shit next week you feel me i guess we will all right that's gonna wrap up episode 11 i mean just one left we don't know who's next Y'all don't know who's next. Gonna have to wait and see. And yo, next week you gonna hear me. I'm gonna be coming <laughs> coming live from Berlin. Yo, your boy's going to visit. One of, I'm going to visit one of my best friends, Seb's nineteen. Regular um, emailer. Yeah. Uh, so you know, what I'm saying we we do this for the people, blood. You know, what I'm saying me and Donald gonna be communicating over oceans to bring y'all what y'all need. The show don't stop. Let's get it. One more, baby. We out. Peace. Poop sandwich number two, turd sandwich, the sequel.